0: you are listening to voodoo you think you are i'm ellis
1: and i'm sophie
0: this episode of voodoo you think you are is brought to you by azalea's elixir of ecstasy if you want that special someone to love you back but don't want to do the work necessary for it just slip them a little of this elixir to get the job done
1: their tried into recipe from Benin has been developed throughout the ages with maximum effectiveness. If you want to spice up your love life, Azealy's Elixir of Ecstasy is the product for you.
0: Sign up for your free trial now at azelispotion.com and type in promo code Elfie. That's E L P H I E at checkout.
1: and welcome back to the second installation of our four-part podcast discussing voodoo wow this podcast is really picking up steam now that Izzyly wants to sponsor us <laughs> ladies i've tried it and trust me it works
0: oh boy well which lucky guy was on the end of that potion <laughs> but anyway today we'll be talking about drum roll please <clears throat> bandai and loa
1: that's right Alice. If you remember from last time, lowers are really important spirits in voodoo that are passed down through generations. You could see them as the intermediary between Bondi and humans, which we'll get into later, and humanity. They're basically the heart of this religion.
0: Well, let's dive on in then. We have a lot to get through, and I'm sure our listeners are dying to learn more about these guys.
1: let's get this show on the road. So the first thing we're going to be talking about is Bandai, the good god of voodoo or the supreme creator. Being a monotheistic religion, followers of voodoo believe in a single god. Bondye is their name for the creator of the earth and the spirits. Bandai is the same god as the Christian god due to voodoo being an offshoot of the Catholic religion into which slaves were converted. Many practitioners of voodoo also practice many different aspects of Catholicism to this day, despite the Catholic Church denouncing this practice.
0: Now that we've talked about Bandai, we're going to move on to arguably the most important part of the Voodoo religion, the Loa. You may have heard of these Loa before, but you may not know that there's three different families of Loa. The first family of Loa are the Rada Loa. Being the oldest of the Loa families, the Rada Loa are directly rooted in West African religion. Specifically from the kingdom of Dahomey, mostly water spirits. Their water nature is reflected in their personalities. As Loa are known as less aggressive and exhibit cooler character traits, although they are known to be more benevolent than the other families of Loa, Rataloa are far from nice at times. When worshipped, Rataloa are usually served with white garments and candles. The most famous Rataloa and perhaps the most famous Loa altogether is Papa Legba, but we'll talk about him later more in depth.
1: The cool, unaggressive Rataloa couldn't exist without an unhinged, crazy counterpart known as the Petro Loa.
0: Kind of like how Sophie is my crazy counterpart.
1: (laughs) Hey now! (laughs) Um, Typically depicted with red eyes and represented with blood and fire, the Petro Loa function as the violent, malevolent side to another Loa from another family. For example, the Petro Loa Kalfu is treated as the violent counterpart to Papa Legba, despite the two being completely different entities. Not existing before the diaspora, the Petroloa are most associated with Haiti, as they were discovered or created by slaves forced to Haiti from Africa. Petro usually are the ascended souls of warriors, slaves, and houndgens, although in some cases, like Kalfu, they're simply violent spirits. The most important thing when praising Petroloa is difficult and dangerous blood sacrifices. The name Petro is believed to derive from the powerful Voodoo priest and former slave Don Juan Felipe Pedro.
0: The final family of Loa, the Geed, aren't usually actually Loa, but rather the spirits of the dead. But they are led by real Loa. These are named Baron Samdi, Baron Lacroix, Baron Cimetière, and Baron Criminel. The family of Loa are rude, loud, and sometimes very sexual. Often possessing people in services, they will do things like eat raw chilies or glass, or even anointing their genitals with chili rum. When depicted in art, these Loa are usually represented with the colors black and purple.
1: (laughs) Wow, these Loa are crazy. (laughs) But anyway, let's move on. So, Papa Legba. Often compared to the Christian figure of St. Peter, Papa Legba is probably the most important Loa in voodoo.
0: You might even call him the Big Daddy of all the Loas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Papa Legba is essential to communicating with all other Loas because he opens the gates to the world of the spirits in a special ceremony performed by the voodoo practitioner. He's so important that other loa need his permission to reveal themselves. He even controls their ability to go between worlds. He appears as a lovable old man with a cane, usually in a wide brimmed straw hat. Papa Legba even walks around with a smoking pipe, with dog by his side.
0: The next guy is Baron Samdi, a Gide Loa, one of the Loas you've most likely seen. He appears in pop culture a lot, and he was even a character in a James Bond novel called Live and Let Die.
1: (laughs) Samdi. Baron (laughs) Samdi.
0: And even as a symbol for a spiced rum named Baron Samdi. He's represented as a man with a white face and a top hat, sunglasses, a dark suit, and sports a trendy beard. Remember Papa Legba? Well, this next loa is known as the opposite of that guy. His name is Met Kalfu, a.k.a. Karafor, and is a Petro Loa. He is represented as a demon, or a young man.
1: Because men are trash, right? (laughs) I'm just kidding. You guys wouldn't believe what he's giving me right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, this guy is basically the Satan of voodoo, and let me tell you, he has some quirks. For instance, he drinks rum infused with gunpowder. Weird, right? He also happens to be associated with all evil forces in the world, namely crossroads, misfortune, along with destruction.
1: So our last guy we're going to discuss is Gide, but don't be confused. He has nothing to do with the Gide family, but, although he does belong to it. Gide is actually a spirit of the first person to ever die. If you know anything about Greek mythology, like us nerds, <laughs> then you could compare him to Karen or the Grim Reaper. He's depicted as a large black figure controlling the specific crossroads between life and death. He's also considered to be the good counterpart to one of the earlier Loas, the Baron Samedi. Not only that, Geed is the first barrier when trying to contact the dead. People must first go through him or bear Samedi. This process is somewhat similar to having to go through Legba to contact any spirit in the spirit world.
0: Well, that wraps up our episode on Bandai and Loa in Haitian voodoo. Make sure to tune in next week on the podcast as we take on the subject no, of... No, wait,
1: wait, wait!
0: Let's keep it a surprise for next week. Okay, well, you'll find out next week.